0: I'm Stacy. Hey, I'm Steph. Welcome to Harnessing Your Power, where we discuss everyday topics
1: to break through the stigma and harness our power through self-mastery.
0: Tune in every Tuesday to join us in conversation as we dig deep into our minds and get closer and closer to our highest self. Welcome to Harnessing Your Power. I'm very excited and grateful to be here tonight to get into conversation with Steph and with all of you who are live here with us. We actually wanna start today off with a story. So as you can see from the title, we are talking about perspectives and shifting perspectives and everything that that entails. So to start kind of painting the picture, I'm gonna go ahead and get started with a story um, from someone named Inky Johnson. You might be familiar with him. He's quite a popular motivational speaker. And it's really his life story. <laughs> so Inky Johnson, since age seven, had this dream of going to the NFL. He started playing um, football when he was seven, played throughout middle school, throughout high school, went to college on a full football scholarship, was the starting line, He like, He was putting in the work, football was his thing. Hello, hello. (laughs) Hi, thank you everyone who just joined. So I'm telling the story of Inky Johnson. Since age seven, football was his dream, it was his goal, it's what he was working towards. The NFL was going to change his life, change his family's life, and he was dedicating his life to it and he loved it. And at some point during his college football career, at University of Texas, a play happens, and he wakes up two hours later in the emergency room. So he was tackled during that play, and the tackle actually led to his arm being paralyzed. Not only that, it was kind of a freak accident that occurred with the injuries that happened to him because he actually um, ruptured an artery in his chest, And ruptured some nerves in his spine and the rupturing of the nerves in his spine is what caused the arm paralysis but usually um, they're actually able to go in and do a pretty minimal surgery to repair that nerve damage and then you wouldn't have any paralysis. Nine out of ten times it's a super easy surgery they can go in and do but they weren't able to because of the ruptured artery. So he was actually facing a lot more serious, a life-threatening injury with internal bleeding from that ruptured artery. So they weren't able to do that other surgery. They had to go in, in emergency surgery for that, saved his life. He's okay. He woke up a few hours later and the first thing they tell him, you know is your arm's paralyzed, you're not going to be able to play football anymore. And he said that throughout his whole life, his mom really put this perspective into him that, um, you know, fall down five times, stand up six. He dealt with a lot of different trials and difficulties throughout his life, and he always just persevered. So he said that he heard them say, "You're not going to play football anymore," and he was like, "No, that's not even true." Like that—that's not even where his perspective was at. He was like, "I'll do whatever it takes. I'll do all the physical therapy, whatever I have to do. Like my arm's not really paralyzed." And then, some time passed, and he, you know, came to the realization that indeed. His arm was paralyzed there's nothing that could be done at that point and he was just saying that this is really where the power of his perspective came into place because he could have allowed that injury that thing that ended his dream that he was working towards his whole life he could have allowed that to send him down a negative perspective kind of give up on life and let that be his excuse for like the next 50 years oh I didn't do anything with my life because I had this injury. I was supposed to go play football in the NFL, but I had this injury, so I couldn't do anything. But because that was just not the type of person he was, instead, he took the perspective that this was just an opportunity to do something else. That he spent so much of his life on football, and now here's a chance for him to actually have the rest of his life, all of this time Mm. ahead of him, to do something else. And he allowed himself to be really excited about that. And that's when he started his motivational speaking career. And now he's one of the top speakers in the world, extremely financially well, mentally well, his family's amazing. And he talks about like, could that even have been his reality if he stayed in the NFL? You know, like really seeing all opposition actually as opportunity. Mm. And I really love that story because Like, just hearing how he was able to keep a positive perspective, like, throughout the entire thing, is just really inspiring. And I think we all have experienced either ourselves or, like, hearing other people let excuses of something Mm. that went wrong in the past be the reason why we can't be successful in the future. When really, like, if we just saw all of that as more opportunity. And that really just comes down to our perspective,
1: so as you were saying, I, like, as you were telling the story, I realized normally at least one of us looks up the definition of what we're going to be talking about. Did you do that today?
0: I did, actually. Okay.
1: I had looked it up as you were talking. I was like, ooh. Nice. But go for it.
0: Well, I and then it. also share yours because, you know, sometimes there's different definitions. Okay.
1: I literally just
0: looked it up. Like, it's not. <laughs> okay. Um, one definition I have is way of regarding situations, and judging their relative importance.
1: Mm. Okay, the definition I have is a particular attitude toward or way of regarding something, a point of view, which I feel like is right on par with what we are talking about today.
0: Yeah, I think that definitely is. This one was interesting. Um, speaking on like judging the relative importance. Mm. But I guess that's what we're doing, maybe without even realizing it. Like if he would have let that be an excuse, he was making that event really important. That's
1: interesting. Mm. So I kind of feel like either way, there's importance to the way you're viewing things because, okay, so when you were talking about the way he started looking at things, when I first started thinking, okay, perspective, the first thing that pulled up for me the first thing that I listened to was what type of lens are you looking through mm. do you generally see problems or do you generally see possibilities and that was, that was something that you said was he saw it as opportunity and are we looking through the lens of a victim or are we looking through the lens of a victor are we looking to see okay one door closes another opens or are we looking to see oh my gosh, this bad thing happened, why me? And Mm. seeing other stories and, like, hearing other things, I think something that hits everybody in the heart is a breakup. When you first go through a breakup, you're super sad. You're like, nothing's going to be better than this relationship. Nothing's going to be better than this. I'm not going to find anybody like this. But it's always better moving on because, I mean – if you want to go with the cliche, everything happens for a reason, like everything, everything happens for a reason, maybe that was exactly what you needed to find that next love. But um, somebody, John Lobach said, what we see depends on what we look for. And um, uh, the the psychologist term, the psychological term is selective perception. We have so much stuff coming in, we have so much stimuli coming in, that we choose what we want to come in. Like, have you ever heard somebody say, I'm a selective listener? Yeah. Because I have. And we choose what we want to hear. We choose what we actually want to take in. So he could have taken in, oh, I'm paralyzed. I'll never do this again. But instead chose to literally be so successful, have an amazing career, and still be able to have an amazing dream life, even if it wasn't necessarily the dream. And I think that's so good because who a lot of us probably I I don't know if I had a paralyzed arm that I would look at the positive of that I'm not going to lie especially like that was his whole dream right so what comes next like how can we always look at something and be like okay where's the good in this
0: yeah exactly and I feel like that is really where the power in understanding like what perspective is like lies and understanding your own perspective too i feel like mm. sometimes if when we're in like the heart of a situation if it's something that's making us feel emotionally strong especially like if we're in a situation where we're angry sometimes it's hard for us to even understand our perspective or that we're mm. even acting from our perspective and that comes to that awareness but then also being able to understand um the other perspective like the other person's side and that's actually one point I wanted to bring up um, is that multiple sides of things and really it's not even sides because perspectives can even be a little bit similar or they could overlap in different ways but everyone has like their own unique perspective and they can all be like right and they can Mm. all be positive. It doesn't mean that one is better than the other. It's just, actually, I read another quote that said, um, oh, I didn't write it down. It said, the most unique thing that each of us has is our perspective. Mm. Because it's always going to be ours. And two people, no matter how similar they are, can experience the same situation and have completely different perspectives.
1: I like that you said that and how they're unique because when I was reading about okay, we're seeing life through different lenses. It was saying we all have different filters of reality. The experiences we have, the culture we've grown up in, the economic status that we've all grown in, um, mental and physical health, and so much more. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) Um, (laughs) But, um, yeah, like, we're all seeing things from just, actually something i had seen on tiktok was saying we're a mosaic of everybody that we've experienced and everything we've experienced mm. and i thought that that was really good what what do you hold inside you that's from somewhere else but also that shifts your point of view that shifts that perspective
0: right and like knowing how that can change too i feel like mm. a lot of times when i've become aware of like my perspective on something has actually been when it's changed Mm. and then i'm like oh (laughs) that's what i thought before weird um but that's that's interesting and that's especially when your perspective can shift into expansion like when you are moving from a more limiting belief to a belief of growth
1: Mm. i think the biggest part for me of like being able to see different perspectives or different point of views is being able to give yourself peace. Because a lot of times I feel like, let's say we're in an argument with somebody else or, you know, going through something with somebody else and maybe we just both have different point of views and both on different sides of that. It doesn't necessarily, doesn't always, and I say, that very lightly, because sometimes like, hey, maybe one person is wrong, but the other person isn't always wrong. But can we take ourselves out of the equation? And look, be like an outsider looking in to really say, Okay, what is your perspective? What is it that you're going through? Right? Um, To be able to really have that peace inside? Because um, I feel like an example for me is, I used to always fight with my dad. Always, always we'd fight back and forth, back and forth. And I was always so like, not at him disappointed in him. And there came a point like, my dad's an addict. And like, at one point when I started getting older, and started understanding what that actually meant, I got the chance to like, see him at a point where he was disappointed in himself. And realizing that all the things that okay, maybe you've hurt me in some way, but realizing, okay, there's more to this than just what I'm feeling gave me more of a sense of peace. Like, okay, I understand there's something that is out of my control and maybe out of your control as well.
0: Right. 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 Understanding like the other person's perspective, but also like the 360 perspective, you know, like the whole situation. So like you said, not necessarily like it makes things like, okay, but you have more of that understanding and that empathy. And then, you can like empathy. Yes. And one thing also, I read was saying how you can go beyond that, like how being able to understand others perspectives, and do something called perspective taking Mm -hmm. allows you to be an effective communicator. Because now you Mm -hmm. understand. So if you know that let's go back to like a relationship, maybe you're like fighting with your partner. And you know that like they had a really bad day at work and they're stressed out. Once you like remember that perspective of what they went through that day, maybe your fight's not that serious and you're just going to let it go because Mm. you have that perspective. And I was also talking about perspective taking and business, how it's Mm. a really key thing to businesses being successful because even just thinking about a product, you have to think of the perspective of the customer, of the employees, make the product the employees who sell the product the owner is thinking of his own perspective like you have to consider all of it so I think it's interesting like really like seeing how it can how taking perspectives can work in your personal life and like in business and how it's all related and just to me it's kind of one thing that makes me feel like more human too mm. because when you're able to just remind yourself that someone else is going through their own experience too. Even though that's different from mine, it's like a similarity.
1: Yes. And I actually listened to something that had perspective in a business sense as well mm. um, where he was talking about businesses go through ups and downs. Like it it happens, especially like when you're first launching a business off the ground. Ooh. Um, but taking a look at what's happening in your business, let's say something not so great happened in your business. And maybe, maybe there was a product that you lost some money on or some things like that. The way we look at that, do you choose again, going back to the lenses, do you choose what way are you choosing to see that? And can you look at it in, okay, at least this is happening to me now. And it may have cost me a few thousand now, or maybe it would have happened to me in the future and it could have cost me a lot more than just a couple thousand. It could have cost me a couple hundred thousand, a couple million, but now I get to sit here, take a step back, look at what's working for me, what's not working for me, be able to shift forward so that the same thing does not happen in the future.
0: Literally, and I feel like a great example of that is trading. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Every single trade that doesn't go how I want a mistake I make, I'm like, cool. At least I'm doing that now before it's my million-dollar account.
1: Yes. It's not a loss if you learned a lesson.
0: Yes, literally.
1: Um, Handsome for Ransom said, Perspective is individuality. There is no comprehension. To expect to understand an individual's perspective is to expect perfection. That in itself is ignorance. However, similarities within exist. How do you feel about that
0: um sorry i'm fixing my light no you're good (laughs) um that's interesting i definitely do agree on one hand that you're never going to be able to fully understand someone else's perspective because i think that goes back to also us even understanding our own perspective fully Mm. And being able to articulate that I don't think that you'd ever be able to fully understand. But I think like seeing where those similarities are and just maybe not even understanding someone else's perspective, but at least knowing that they have a different perspective. Yes. (laughs) And that's also kind of related to something that I brought up actually on a mindset call I did for our team yesterday. And that was about criticism. And it was saying that the point of criticism is to make something better. Criticism is just someone else sharing their perspective of the situation. So it doesn't make sense that when we're faced with criticism, a lot of times our ego responds and we get very defensive and we don't even listen to it, when that's actually an amazing thing of someone sharing their perspective about something that, you know, maybe we're doing or whatever it might be, and being able to actually listen to that and take their perspective and put it to use and either analyze what you're doing and, you know, maybe they're wrong, (laughs) but that's still a growing moment. And maybe Mm -hmm. that's, you know, showing something about their character and now you know something about that. Or maybe there was a little bit of truth in what they said and there's improvements that you can make. Um, So I thought that was really interesting. And I also wanted to share A journal prompt that I shared on the mindset call yesterday Mm. and it's called challenge perspective so the point of the journal prompt is to challenge a negative perspective that you have Rashid said I 100% agree being open to criticism is imperative when it comes to self-growth exactly Mm. exactly um it's called a challenge perspective journaling prompt and how it works, Um, you write out a perspective that you have of yourself, of your own life, um, just something that you're feeling in the moment that is kind of negative, and then you challenge that perspective by writing out a kind response to yourself as you would to support a friend. Mm. So that's one reason why I really love this journal prompt and I wanted to share it again here tonight is because I feel like often we talk to our friends a lot nicer than we talk to ourselves. If our friend calls us and is like, Hey, I messed up really bad. The first thing we're going to say is it's okay. But when we mess up really bad, the first thing we say to ourselves is it's not okay. Mm. So whatever type of like negative perspective, um, that you might have. One that I wrote was, sometimes I don't feel like I'm good enough. And then I wrote, I challenged that with um, a super long, really nice message to myself. And honestly, when I reread it yesterday, I was like, wow, <laughs> I need to talk to myself like this all the time. Um, but you can also do that with perspectives about things in life or about money. Like, I don't think mm-hmm. I'll ever be out of debt. How are you going to challenge that? What are you going to say back to yourself to reframe that? And I also feel like it's a cool exercise because you're kind of stepping out of yourself. Like to respond to yourself like a friend, you're already coming with a different perspective.
1: I love that you said stepping out of yourself because I think that is one of the most important things of being able to see more than one perspective. Um, And I actually have a few action steps that I'm going to share. But literally the number one action step is Be a neutral observer. Can we step out and really, you know, outside looking in? Um, Before I go to the action steps, though, um, I feel like when you were talking about, oh, like, your example that you gave, I don't feel like I'm good enough. I feel like we're so often programmed to associate good and bad. Like, everything has to be good or bad. Like, there – talking about not being good enough it's like oh I'm, I'm not enough good like yeah. but being a <laughs> being able to take a step back and be like okay there's a little bit of good in everything bad and there's a little bit of bad in everything good yin and yang can we go ahead and really look at that and be be that hold on I have this written down somewhere and I don't know okay but I was listening to something and it said we have been programmed to attach good and bad to everything. But the the truth is life is what you make it. However you've programmed your however you program your mind to think about life, that's what life is. Ooh, Edwin said he's going to do the journal prompt.
0: Nice. Can I'm you excited re- for you, Edwin. I'm excited too. Let me <laughs> know how it goes. Um Steph, can you repeat that last line?
1: Yeah. Life is what you make it. However you choose to program your mind to think about life, that's what life is. Mm. And that goes back to what lens do you choose to see from? We have so many different ones. And I liked when somebody compared it to a photographer because I don't know how much information you know about photographers, but they usually have different lenses to create different pictures or to like bring in different lighting or things like that, can we choose which lens we're coming from, which lens we're seeing different things from. And Andy Frisella, I think we talked about, I, I don't know if you guys know who Andy Frisella is, but he has his own podcast. And I was listening to that. And he basically gave his the three takeaways at the end. And number one was successful people find the good in the bad. And while I'm not saying that that's the easiest thing to do all the time, because it's not always, um, I thought it was very interesting that he started with successful people and thinking to successful people that, you know, do you know anybody who's successful who doesn't find the good and the bad?
0: No. And even thinking back to like previous work situations when something doesn't necessarily go the right way, like what's the first thing your boss is always going to do? Look for the good and like the solution, mm. which is like the good. Mm. I think, honestly, I feel like the biggest thing is that it really comes down to one, being grateful for everything that you do have in every moment that you are experiencing and two, seeing the opportunity in everything Like, for me, the good is very much the opportunity.
1: Actually, now that you said that, um, this reminds me of a conversation that I had with my best friend, Brittany. And she actually told me, um, she was talking to me about another story. Somebody was scared of an opportunity and was unsure of an opportunity. And she said, when you open that door, there's gonna be so many other doors for you to open so many other opportunities. So maybe if that opportunity, that door that you've opened isn't exactly what you wanted it to be. There's so many other doors that open within that one. And I thought that was such a good way to put it because okay, if you're looking at everything like opportunity, like you said, maybe it's not exactly the opportunity that you want, but can it lead you to the one that you want?
0: Yes. Exactly. I was listening to a podcast about how your perspective affects your frequency. Mm. And she gave an example of being at the grocery store, maybe on your lunch break or like some point in the day in between things, and you're in a really big rush and you just need to get these groceries and you go to check out and it's a super long line. So your first response might be to be annoyed that you have to wait in this line. That's not like the situation you wanted. You want it to be in and out. But being able to find a gift in the annoyance is what she called it. Ooh. Which I really like that. And shifting to focus on the silver lining. So maybe you really needed to just stand there for five minutes while you wait in line because you've been running around crazy all day. And this is your moment to pause. But are you able to even enjoy that moment and actually have a pause? if you don't have that perspective. You're not, you're just gonna be angry the whole time you're there and you're gonna make yourself feel worse about the whole day. So bringing the awareness to be able to shift that perspective and to embrace everything. She said, shifting from this isn't what I want to okay, you see the silver lining in it and being grateful for that. Not just seeing the silver lining but truly being grateful for that that allows you to operate at a higher frequency so you can keep attracting what you do want Mm
1: -hmm. and that goes
0: back to like if we focus on everything that's going wrong more is going to go wrong so if we focus that maybe this isn't the desired outcome we want we're just going to keep not having the desired outcome we want versus is are like okay it is what it is Mm -hmm. maybe here's some positive in it maybe it's only neutral i think that's the other thing is that Like, yes, there's good in everything, but like, sometimes things suck. Like, let's be real. Sometimes like, you're like, nope, I don't see any good here. Like, that's it. But knowing that maybe that specific situation didn't have some good somewhere along the way, it's still where you're supposed to be. Um, I think like you said earlier, I don't know if you said it on this live or when we were talking earlier, (laughs) Seth, but um, where if you're like late for work, And people always say you could have missed that car accident. Yes. Or like about nine eleven. There were so many stories of people who had their flights changed, or people who never missed a day. There was one story of this lady who hadn't missed a day of work in like ten years. She was on the cleaning staff and she was a little bit of an elderly lady, so she was actually not feeling well and she was super nervous to miss that day of work. And that ended up potentially saving her life. Like I literally
1: just
0: (laughs) I did too. (laughs) Um But just being able to, even if it's not something good, what if it consistently continues on? Um, Oh, (laughs) that's a good question. Um, I mean, it can only for so long. Like feelings Mm -hmm. are not permanent it will be replaced soon with a new feeling. If it's a situation that's continuing on and you don't necessarily have control to change that situation, then that's where really changing your perspective can come into play. Um, I don't know, do you have anything to respond to that stuff? I think, all,
1: I think yes. Um, so I feel like if it's a situation, always taking that step back to be the neutral party as much as you can be because obviously you're in it um but whether it be feelings or situation can you take a step back and think okay how can this be better um Mm. and that's not to necessarily say like I feel like yeah sometimes things do just suck (laughs) and it's one of those things where it's like okay this sucks right now but I know I'm going to get past it um but what are, there's, I feel like there's a solution to everything. Like, what is the solution? And really thinking, even if it's not, even if the situation is going to continue to happen, what is the solution for you? Can you take a step out of the situation? Is there a way for you to do that? Um, is it a, you know, I guess it, it all depends on, like, what the situation is. But are you able to literally take a step out? If it's a feelings thing, are you able to find somebody that you can talk to or, like, literally be able to vocalize what you're feeling so just depending on what is consistently continuing on I feel like it's always being able to take a step back and be like okay well how does this get fixed because I feel like there's a solution to everything it's just can we find it and do we have the courage to actually pursue the solution
0: yes yes I think that's also it is the courage and like the willingness to pursue the solution the willingness I feel like that's that was a good word. Yes. Um, that reminds me of actually something I had posted on my Instagram story, something I shared a few days ago. That was one thing that led us to picking this topic. And it was this graphic that was talking about shifting your perspective. So maybe shifting from discomfort to growth. And one of them that was really interesting to me was looking at triggers as something that's revealing your wound. That still needs to be healed. And I think that's really interesting because I think people can relate to maybe experiencing the same thing over. I'm really glad that this is able to provide some value for you and help. Thank you for being here with us. And thank you for interacting. Um, but I think that's an interesting shift of perspective because Sometimes, like, how, can you relate to maybe experiencing something all like over and over that makes you like annoyed or upset, and you just think, Well, I just don't like that, or like that always bothers me? And is it that always bothers you, or is that that's showing something about yourself mm, that you have yes. to grow through? Yes,
1: yes, absolutely. <laughs> I can relate to that 100%. And I feel like once you can acknowledge that like, oh, I see that in me, or like, it's something I'm growing through, I feel like that's the point where you're like, oh. Yeah, <laughs> and absolutely. that in itself, I feel like sucks sometimes.
0: <laughs> but it's a growing process. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, another shift that they had is looking at failures, like lessons, and looking at darkness as revealing light. Mm. And that might be a little bit related to your question. Um, Edwini to <laughs> Instagram is hard to say people's names because- It's Edwin. Edwin, okay.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, but darkness actually revealing light. So maybe sometimes we're, we're in a period that feels not the best. Is that actually showing us a new thing that's gonna spark light for us? Like, where can you find the light in the situation? And they also shifted fears to teachers. Mm. And I don't, I wish they explained that one because I don't really understand in what way. So going back to what you said,
1: um, uh, seeing triggers as, what did you say? Seeing triggers as? Revealing your wounds. So I feel like seeing fears as, okay, you're seeing what, what do you fear? I feel like if you fear something, I feel like that's also teaching you something about what's inside of you. Like, why do we fear something? Like mm-hmm. Why do some of us have certain fears that others don't mm-hmm. and being able to like dig deeper and maybe find those wounds or maybe find what is it that caused that inside of us? I don't know if that's what they meant, but that's how I took it. <laughs> I like that. I like that. <laughs> um, what, the, what was the one that you said right before that?
0: Uh, failures as lessons. Failures as lessons. Ooh, there was something that I and had to find. They also have pain as power. And I've Ooh. heard that a lot. But really being able to take your pain and put it into power – I think goes beyond just shifting your perspective. (laughs) So now that you've said that this has been on my
1: mind since we decided to do perspective and this goes so far back to one of my, or my first job ever. So I was, this was years ago. And I can still remember this day so vividly because I think part of shifting your perspective or part of being able to see multiple perspectives is the willingness, how we were talking about earlier. And we, I was at work and we were all like getting ready for lunch. And he was like, Oh, I'm eating. I don't remember what it was that he was eating, but he wasn't happy about it. Um, and he go, I was like, there's people out there who aren't eating today. And that was like my shift of perspective. Like somebody out there isn't eating and you're complaining about the food that you're eating. And he took it a step further to look at a different perspective and said, okay, well, there's somebody else out there that's also eating steak and mashed potatoes for lunch right now. And while he wasn't wrong, again, it goes back to what lens are you choosing to look through? Are you looking through the victim lens or are you looking through the victor lens? Because at some point, I feel like that's where you have to take yourself out and be neutral and be like, okay, what am I doing to be able to afford to eat steak and eggs or steak and mashed potatoes for lunch every day? Um, But I feel like having different perspectives can also lead down a negative route. And I feel like there has to be a willingness to be positive and see the positive.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And I agree about, like, in some of times, those situations being neutral. And I think even beyond that, I think we're able to hold multiple perspectives at once. Like, I think you could sit there and think like, I'm grateful for this food, but I still want different food. I still want more. Mm. And that kind of goes back to that one point about at least being grateful for what you have now will allow you to then attract more and even be able to go beyond that. That's something I was thinking about um, in terms of money too because we can look at a thousand dollars as a lot of money or not a lot of money we can look at a hundred thousand dollars as not a lot of money or a lot of money we can look at a million dollars i think most people would say a million dollars is a lot <laughs> even if you have millions i think we at least recognize that but even the 1000 to the one hundred thousand dollar range like i view all of that as both Like, I feel like I hold both perspectives. I view it as not a lot because that's not my end goal. But I also view it as a lot because I recognize the power it has and how some people aren't even able to have access to that much. Mm -hmm. So I think it's interesting different things that you're able to, like, kind of see. I think, honestly, all perspective comes down to just seeing, like, the full picture, having, like, an eagle eye view. Yes. Yes. Ooh,
1: so I love that you said that because
0: it was a conversation
1: that I had recently where somebody I know was talking about, oh, um I have, you know, like I have a six-figure job, I'm making more money than I ever have before, like I'm really happy with that. And he was very grateful. But I guess somebody had like spoken down on hey, oh, you're only making a hundred something thousand dollars and at one point he was offended and I was just like okay let's take a different look at the other side the person that kind of like brought that down was a young person who is in the trading field or in the trading business and I was like this girl has mentors who are making $250,000 every single month so while yes $100,000 might be a lot for you And it's not to say it's not a lot for her. I'm sure she'd be extremely grateful if she had $100,000. But what is your goal? What are you striving for? What, what is the bigger picture for you? And I think that part of that is even being able to see that because if I had never been exposed to somebody who's making that kind of money, what I think that that's unfathomable, unfathomable. And
0: for me at one point,
1: it was unfathomable.
0: Same. And that kind of goes back to one of the first things that you were saying about how um, our perspective is like made up of all of our past experiences and our past conditioning and thoughts and everything. Yes, yes. So Mm -hmm. I can just relate to being in new situations that like expand your perspective. Yeah, I feel like
1: yeah. I, that kind of income goal wasn't even in my mind until I realized that it was a possibility, but, um, I can't remember the exact way that each person described the elephant, but I'm still going to, I still want to just say the story cause you talked about the bigger picture and I had read something and I didn't write each description that each man gave, but it was three blind men and neither one of them had ever seen an elephant before. And they were all introduced to an elephant, and they got to feel the elephant. And when asked what an elephant might look like, they all gave different descriptions. I know that one described um, an elephant as long and narrow like a snake, which would be the trunk. Somebody else described the big body, um, and somebody else described a very skinny and um, moving tail. They didn't know that that's what they were describing, but each and every single one of them, that was their truth because that was what they got to experience. Now if they would have been able to see what an elephant looks like, you and I know what an elephant looks like, that imagine thinking of an an elephant to be similar to a snake. But to them, they didn't get to see the whole picture. They didn't get to see the experience, the full experience. And so they all had different perspectives on this elephant. And I think that's, like, a big, big way to be able to look at perspectives. Like, are we turning it around, and are we even seeing the full picture?
0: Right. Like, expanding to see the full picture. That's – now that you say that, I actually have heard that story before. And I feel like it's such a good visual because especially the point that each of them is true in their perspective. Like, that Mm -hmm. is – their truth that is their valid perspective, so that's also something to think about when thinking about other people's perspectives. Even if we think it's like wrong, it's still valid because it's their mm. valid thoughts and experience. Um, that's that's really interesting. Um, one last thing that I have to share is actually. Two last things. One is a quote from Inky Johnson that I forgot to share when I was telling the story. And what he said is, how we view what we do affects how we do what we do. Mm. And not just in terms of career and work, but everything in life. If we have the perspective that it sucks and we don't want to do it, then we're not going to do it good and we're not going to enjoy it. But if we view everything as an amazing opportunity and just grateful for life and grateful for everything that comes our path, then we're going to do everything to the best of our abilities and we're going to feel good the whole time too. So I really liked how he said that. And then the last point um, I have is from listening to a podcast today, actually with Big Sean. And prior to this, I was not really a Big Sean fan. And now I understand why he has a lot of fans (laughs) because he was just speaking a lot of knowledge and a a lot of spiritual, personal type of development. And he reminded me of one point that I definitely would like to end what I have to say with because I feel like it's the biggest perspective that we can start doing in everything in our life, shifting from, I have to do this do I get to do this? Mm. I'm able to do this. I'm capable to do this. Not, Oh, I have to do this. And that's something I've heard before, but even hearing it again today, I was like, mm, yes, like yes. because we can talk all about this, but you know, it's like active work to actually always flip the perspective and always see the best we can, especially about little things throughout the day. Um, Sometimes I find myself getting annoyed at like the smallest thing. I don't have to wash these dishes. I get to because I have so many dang dishes (laughs) because I love cooking because I was able to cook this food and I was able to eat it and I'm able to have running water and soap and the physical ability to wash this plate so I can have another clean plate for my meal tomorrow. Like there's so many things to be grateful about. And once you flip that perspective to start looking for it, that really expands versus, oh, I just have to wash the dishes. You just Mm. stay like that and feeling bad. So that is something that I'm personally working on daily is reminding myself I get to do this.
1: I love that you said it's like an active thing that you have to continuously do to switch that perspective because when I was listening to the Andy Frisella podcast, That was something that he said. He said, it's not about developing the ability or strength to make that conscious decision or the ability or strength to flip perspectives. It's about making the conscious decision to do so. Mm -hmm. But once you do it so consistently, you do develop the skill that now you're just doing you've done it so much on a regular basis. It becomes automatic. And what he said after that, I want to repeat word for word because I thought it was so good. Um, it becomes automatic and you become exponentially more powerful because it's a conscious, it's not a conscious decision anymore. It's who you are instead of why me, how kind of like you were saying it's, I'm so glad this happened because, or instead of, ugh I have to do this. Oh, I get to do this and it becomes who you are, but it does take that continuous conscious. Okay. I'm going to make that decision to shift my perspective. Sorry. Um, And then last thing, I have just a few action steps that I read that I thought were really good. And I already told you guys, number one was be a neutral observer. Um, When a situation occurs, don't immediately judge it. Take a deep breath, take yourself out, and attempt to see multiple angles. Um, Take an optimistic viewpoint, which is something that you mentioned a lot. Continuously, gratitude. Um, Deliberately test out a new perspective. Next time you're in a traffic jam, Don't fret about wasted time, but use it as a chance to meditate or do some isometric exercises, which I think goes extremely well with what you were saying about being in that long grocery store line. Can you deliberately test out that new perspective of, maybe I just need the second to stand here and really think about some other things. Um, Be grateful for what you have now. Offer your services to someone who can benefit from your talents. This may change their perspective as well as your own. And I feel like, With social media, that's very easy to do. Um, And then keep a belief journal. Um, Write down your core values and beliefs and determine which ones serve you and which ones don't. Constantly review it and make adjustments.
0: And for all of the action steps I have, I love all of those, but especially the last two Um, and the belief journal. Yes. I'm going to do that tonight.
1: I would love to hear your belief journal. I will do mine as well. That
0: could be a cool follow-up. Oh, Ooh. <laughs> that could be a great follow-up. It could, um. could you, could you explain what the belief journal is one more time?
1: So keep a belief journal, write down your core values and beliefs, determine which ones serve you and which ones don't constantly review it and make adjustments.
0: Mm. Um, I like that part, too, of constantly reviewing it and, like, adjusting. Yes. As it changes, as you gain more perspective.
1: Yes. Yes. As, I like that, that you said that a lot. <laughs> um, that would be a very good follow-up. And, Edwin, if you're still on here, um, maybe you can test that one out, too, when you do the other journal prompts.
0: <laughs> yes, definitely. Well, thank you, <laughs> Steph, for being here every week with me. Um, yes. Oh. Oh, I love it. Thank you, everyone who joined us live here and everyone who interacted and the kind things that were said. We appreciate you guys so much. Always. You being here live with us really keeps me going. I love it. Oh, yay. Edwin's still here. <laughs> oh. And... If you are watching this recording on Instagram, thank you for watching. If you are listening to this as a podcast, thank you for listening. Even though there's no video, I know sometimes it might be a little weird what we're saying, but thank you for still listening. And if you're with us on YouTube, thank you for watching. Subscribe. And that's all, that's all the plugging I'm going to do. <laughs> thank you, Steph. And I hope you have a great rest of your night. Thank you, Stacey, for always being here consistently
1: with me. And thank you, everybody, whether you're listening to this live or the recording. um, Appreciate you always. Bye. Bye.